Hello and good day to you. My name is Bucky Bateman and I'm a licensed marriage family therapist here in San Diego. And today we're gonna to talk a little bit about how you know when it might be time to go to counseling. So how do you know when it's time to go to counseling? Uh, as a quick disclaimer, what I'm saying today is not intended to be legal advice, nor is it actual counseling but merely some information and some options to help you make your own choice as you move forward. Before there was official counseling, people, before Freud and all that happened uh, way back at the turn of last century, uh, people simply found others who they trusted to talk to, uh, to process things that are bothering us and get them off our chest. And so counseling is not the end all. Really, this is how we function is we share things, we talk about it, we process it, we hold it for each other and we support each other. That can happen from your spouse, that can happen from siblings, that can happen from parents or a pastor or priest, and we can share our concerns with them and have, us, have them show up and support us in different ways. And that actually can be super therapeutic and it can really help you move forward in a lot of areas. I will admit I'm a little biased towards counseling and its positive benefits because that's my chosen professor profession. However, generally speaking, I would encourage people to exhaust all of your other resources prior to going to therapy, that you can connect with a church, you can connect with a support group, with friends, with family, you can read some books. Now there's podcasts and blogs and all kinds of stuff. And so really looking into what's going on for you and being an informed consumer before you go to therapy can really be useful to people. And there are a ton of great resources out there to help us navigate life. Uh, therapy and counseling are great, but they're usually best at the right time, and they can be helpful in a number of situations. So when approached at the right time and place, it's a great tool for getting past stuck places, relationship issues, processing past traumas, anxiety, you name it. Uh, there's, a, there's a therapeutic model that can, can meet your need there. Before I meet with a couple or an individual or a family unit, I'll have a consultation, do a consultation by phone and talk to the person, find out why they want to go to counseling. And I'm surprised that a lot of people, they have a general sense of why they want to go to counseling, but they don't really know what they're wanting from counseling. And oftentimes that first session is just setting goals and defining like, what does it look like? How, what do you want out of this process? And I would say this, that if you go into counseling knowing why you're going to counseling, you're ahead of the game. That if you've done some research and, and you're like, this is what I want out of this, then you're going to be ahead of the game. And so hopefully this little talk will help you in defining some of that stuff. I always am curious as to why people come to counseling and the why now. That why you come to counseling is important, but why now? What is it that brought you in and why is this the time? You know, maybe you're just fed up with feeling bad or it's gotten to such a point that you're in crisis. But knowing why now is often a, a good uh, marker for how ready you are for change and how ready you are to, to move forward. And if you do find yourself at a point of crisis, uh, therapy is a great opportunity to, to figure out what happened and how you move on from that place. All that being said, uh, I believe in counseling. I believe it helps. And here are a few different reasons why people may want to go to counseling and you may want to pursue it a little further. The first is 
kind of impairment in mood. And these are not uh, secrets or things that I'm making up, but if you go and look at the DSM, there's some general guidelines on what counseling, what would work in counseling or not. So the impairment of your mood, if you find that you wake up uh, constantly depressed or just feeling blah or emotionally flat, that you may, you know, you may be actually depressed, clinically depressed. And so um, oftentimes people who are anxious, you either wake up with anxiety or you can't go to sleep and your mind is just racing at the end of the day. And there's some great um, talk therapy is great for depression. Some cognitive behavioral therapy techniques are great for managing anxiety and um, even just learning how to, to be aware of what's going on inside. Oftentimes, I think we go unaware with defeating thoughts and or anxious thoughts, and they just kind of run wild in the background and push us in directions that we don't want to go. Uh, so impairment in mood, if you find that you are just generally out of, out of sorts with your mood, then it might be a good time for uh, counseling. Impairment in functioning, that if you are not able to get up and get things done, you, don't, you find you're missing work, you're missing school days, or your son or your spouse is, or your daughter are missing days of school or just don't want to go out, you can't take care of business or get stuff done, it may be a good sign that it's time for counseling. Um, in these cases, sometimes it takes a third party to and their input to help see what's kind of going on behind the scenes or uncover what may be happening. I think sometimes in my experience, it's those challenging issues that, that are really close, that are under the surface somewhere or just out of our peripheral vision where we can't see them. Uh, and having somebody else hold up a mirror or saying, hey, I think this is what may be going on with you uh, or even refer you to get some testing if it's a medical thing or medical issue, uh, having some professional help in that is always a good thing. So impairment and functioning, if, if it's getting in the way of your daily life, whatever the issue, then it's probably a good sign that it's time to, to talk to somebody. I'd say the number one thing that brings people into counseling is a crisis in their life. They've come up against something that they don't know, they've never dealt with before or they don't know how to get past a common crisis or grief. That grieving is a challenge because it's an event, but it's also an ongoing process. Acute grief can be overwhelming in that it changes your entire life if you lose a spouse or a child or anybody who's really close and in your daily life. And when we lose someone that's important to us, it's really hard to make sense of it. And often it's harder to make sense of it in the long term. In the short term, you usually have people gather around you. But as the days and months go by, People tend to fall away and people find themselves, uh, the grieving person finds themselves grieving alone, that people stop asking, those kind of things. And to process that, I, I would definitely say there's some great uh, tools to be had in talking to somebody in counseling if you're grieving, regardless of where you are in the process. There's things that I still grieve from my father and I go to counseling for it from time to time. Um Life transitions, generally life transitions are super stressful. Uh, I've had the opportunity to work in various settings with various clients, with college students who are away from home for the first time, with children that have been removed 
from their homes through CPS, uh, people moving into retirement age, uh, teens coming out of the federal prison system and returning home after being away for a while. And the common denominator for most of those uh, psychological issues is simply that change is stressful, that all of those changes are super stressful. And so it causes a lot of psychological distress when you're going through it. And if you're going through a life change, great time to, to move into counseling. The, those changes are an opportunity for growth and to move into to different ways of managing life and even just making sense of some of those things. Another place to seek out counseling would be if you're having some suicidal thoughts, for sure. Depression goes along with that, cutting, those kind of things. But definitely suicidal ideation, having ideas or even just thoughts of hurting yourself or just not wanting to be around. That the interesting phenomenon that happens with that is there's some shame or some moral judgment that we cast on that, on having those kind of thoughts. And then we just hold that to ourselves, which is really isolating. And then that isolation just puts us into a place of despair sometimes. And so just the act of reaching out and asking for help and sharing that with somebody saying, hey, this is what's going on with me. I'm having these thoughts that can alleviate some of the internal distress. And so so reaching out to somebody and sharing those thoughts um, or definitely talking to a counselor at the end of this podcast, I'll talk a little bit about some resources for you and who you can reach out to if you are having thoughts of suicide and you can always call 911 or walk into an ER and somebody will help you if you express what's going on with you. Another great reason to reach out and go to counseling is uh, substances and involvement with substances, whether it's alcohol, drugs, prescription drugs, marijuana. They can easily uh, get out of hand and get away from us. If other people are confronting you in your life, if you feel that they get in the way of who you want to be and who you are, uh, or you have dilemmas in your relationships that are caused by you using substances, then uh, it may be time for counseling. It may be time to reach out and say, okay, this is a piece of, this is a tool that I thought would work in some way and it alleviated some stress for me or whatever, but now it's gotten away from me and it's just causing all kinds of stuff and I don't want to be beholden to anything. It's a great time to do that regardless of where you are. And uh, oftentimes it's the input of others kind of holding up a mirror to you saying, hey, is this a problem for you? Or you start not showing up at work, you get a DUI, you get stuff like that gets in the way. And that's kind of how addiction works in all areas, not just with, with substances, but pornography and other addictions can they quickly begin to wreak havoc on our lives and take control of things, and, and we become a slave to those things. And so finding a counselor to help you walk that path and a good substance abuse counselor or somebody who works with addictions is really useful in breaking those uh, habitual things and those things that have taken control. I'd say other reasons to go to counseling. I mean, you don't really need a reason to go to counseling. You can go to counseling whenever you want to, but... Um, if there's a trauma that feels like it's unresolved, something that happened in your life or happened to you that you just can't get past or keeps popping up or, or feels like you're just kind of anchored to that in some way, counseling is a great tool to break that. And there's some great trauma therapies out there to, to break those and, and help you to heal, help your mind to move past them. Also, just 
if you have hard choices to make in life and you don't know which road to go down as it forks in front of you, then uh, having a counselor just give unbiased feedback is a good and useful tool. So I would say if you feel stuck in any area of life, counseling is a pretty cool process to go through. Make sure you find somebody that, I would say three things, that's qualified, then check out their credentials, make sure they're, they're certified and all that, and then they make sure that they connect with you, that you understand how they work and, and who they are and, and what their mindset is. And then just somebody that you can trust, that I would say that's the biggest thing. If you can build rapport with that person, you listen to them on the phone and it sounds like, man, okay, I resonate with some of what they talk about and I have a whole other uh, little talk that I'm going to do on how to be a good consumer and how to choose a good therapist. And so I'll leave some of that till then. Above all, I'd say the greatest thing that happens when we go to therapy is just taking control of our lives again and feeling like, okay, my life is not out of control, but but I have some sense of, of control of it. So, so take some time and think through it. And the cool thing about counseling is you get to move at your own pace. And if you have a good counselor, they're going to let you move into things and not be overwhelmed and kind of pace themselves with you. So I told you I would give you some some uh, information. So the San Diego County Crisis Line, if you're here in San Diego, is 888-724-7240. So that again is 888-724-7240. You can always call 911 or walk into an ER if you feel like you're in crisis or if you feel like you're suicidal. My name is Chris Bucky Bateman, and you can reach me at chris at batemancounseling.com or on my website at batemancounseling.com. Pray that your day is blessed and that you have good health and good mental health. Take care.